Hi everyone, I know that it's been a minute since I've chimed in, but um, I promise you guys that I will post a new video, well a new recording um, today and I wanted to come to you guys. Um, this session is going to be a whole lot different because I am actually going to share with you some personal um information and I know a lot of times that um sharing personal information um it can be hard for that person who wants to share that personal information and sometimes it can be hard for people who are hearing the personal information to receive it and I wanted to talk about this personal information with you guys because I need to talk about it. I need to let people know that this type of thing does go on in the black community with black women, um, black women, sorry, and um if you're going through this and dealing with this, you shouldn't be ashamed and understand that there are more women out here in the world that are dealing with what you're dealing with. And as hard as it is to talk about it and express it to other people, um, it is so important to be there for other women who are going through this. So I want to start this out with prayer. So um, let us pray, okay? Lord, we want to thank you for this day, Lord God. We want to thank you for your grace and your mercy, Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord God, for how you've just watched over us the past days, Lord God. Giving us traveling mercy, Lord God. Hearing fro, Lord God. Protecting us, Lord God, from all hurt, harm, and danger, Jesus. We just want to thank you, Lord God, for everything that you've done for us, Lord God. Even the things that you have not done for us, Lord God. We thank you for what you're going to do for us, Lord God. We thank you for our past, our present, and our future, Lord God. We ask you right now, Lord God, to forgive us of all of our sins, Lord God. Any and everything that we have said wrong, done wrong, thought wrong, thought about doing wrong, thought about being wrong, thought about saying wrong. We ask you to forgive us right now, Lord God. And we ask you to bless, Lord God, this podcast on today, Lord God. Let it reach someone. And not only reach that person, but Lord God, let it give me peace as well, Lord God. Help it to give people understanding, Lord God. And let more women be able to talk about it, Lord God, without fear, without judgment, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to give us peace, grace, and mercy, Lord God. We ask you for forgiveness, Jesus, once again. And we ask you to throw it into the forgetfulness, Lord God, and remember it no more, Lord God. We love you and we thank you, Lord God, for what we have and for what we don't have. The new blessings and the old blessings and the same blessings. The mercies and the grace, Lord God. 
And we ask you to continue to be with us, Lord God, each and every day. In your precious name that we do pray, Lord God. And it is so. Amen. Yeah, so let's get into um into this personal this personal life with me. So I am 29 years old. Um I will be 30 this year. And um this year will mark 6 years of me and my husband being married. Um and it has had some ups and its downs. It has had the for better and the for worse. Excuse me, but a lot of things that we have gone through, we don't understand why we're going through it. And we don't understand how to completely express it. But I just want... um. I just want other young couples to know that it's okay to go through these things. And even though us women may be afraid to talk about it with our husbands or want to keep things a secret from our husbands, it's so important to tell our husbands, even if they're not the most emotional one, because my husband is not an emotional person. Um, sadness. He does not like sadness. He does not like death. He does not like, you know, things like that. He doesn't like to talk about. He is not a, um, a person that likes to talk about things much because to him, he's had a lot of disappointment in, in his lifetime. Um, and so have I. And, a lot of times him talking about disappointments in life it um it bothers him and so a lot of times i have not wanted to tell him about um the medical things that um that i deal with and going through because i don't want him to feel that he has to worry or fall into that disappointment of like why um so let's start just from the beginning okay so um yes me and my husband we uh we cohabitated before we got married we cohabitated um and we lived together for quite a while um so um 2013 um was the first um positive pregnancy test that I got. It was in twenty thirteen. I was um in my first year um of college. And even though I was scared, to be honest with you, I was a little bit excited, you know, because I was going to be a mom. Um is something that all of us women, you know, think about from the time that we're little, we plan, you know, you know, husband, you know, have all these kids, you know, it, it, it's something, even though I was like, Ronisha, oh my God, how are you going to do with pregnancy and college? Still though, I was a little excited. So 
we um, went to the clinic and they confirmed that I was indeed pregnant. But that took a turn a few days later and um, I started miscarrying. And it was the worst day of my life because I have never been through anything so excruciating as it the pain um the crying it was the most horrible experience I've ever had to deal with. I've dealt with cramps, you know, doing ministration, but the excruciating cramps and contractions that you deal with with miscarrying is something that I would not even um I would not even you know wish you know on an enemy to have to go through it was excruciating and um I remember you know going back to the doctor you know to keep getting um my level's drawn to see, okay, let's see, you know, what's going on. You know, to hear those words, you know, you know, you're losing your baby. You've lost your baby. It was the hardest thing I have ever had to deal with in my lifetime. And I remember at that point that I just, I was hurt. And I didn't, um, at that time, me and my husband was not married. We were just boyfriend and girlfriend at that moment. And I remember not letting him touch me. I didn't want to, I didn't want him to touch me. I didn't want him to hug me. I didn't want him to do anything to me. I was upset with him. I was mad with him. And the thing about it was my uh, brother-in-law and his girlfriend had just had their baby. And every time that the baby came around, I could not be in the same room. I would run into the room. I would lock myself up and I would just cry because I was trying to understand, okay, what is the difference of her than me? I just didn't understand. Um, so after that year, um, came 2014 and me and my husband got married um and the year after that you know no pregnancy but I decided to go um I decided that I needed to uh that you know give me an OBG you know Keep up with, you know, my womanly things, of course, you know, as us, as us women do. Um, and 2016 came around. And I got pregnant. And once again, miscarried again. That took me over the loop again. Because I was like, okay, once I understand, twice there is no way. And still, you know, 
I became into depression and then finally got over it. Um, then 2017 came. Once again. Miss Carrie. And you're sitting here and you're trying to figure out with these doctors you have, like, what's going on? And they're just like, well, we don't know what's going on. You know, one in three pregnancies, you know, they they end in miscarriage. And I'm like, listen here, this is my third one. You know, I don't have a problem with getting pregnant. I have a problem with sustaining my pregnancy. I need to know what's going on. And hearing those answers that no one knows what's going on was like, what is this? So, 2013, 2016, 2017, then came 2018. And the one that I had, and the thing about it is these things were happening around exciting times. Um, my 2017 miscarriage happened the week of Mother's Day. The week of Mother's Day. Very devastating. Our 2018 miscarriage happened the week after my anniversary with my husband. We had went on a trip. Um, and we were excited that we were, you know, and the week that I got home and, uh, I was like, wow. So, you know. 2017 happened around Mother's Day. 2018 happened a week after my anniversary with my husband. And then um, 2019, the same thing. And the thing that happened was 2018, um, I started seeing a fertilist because I was like, okay, we got to figure out what's going on here. So 2018, I started seeing a fertilist and you know, they were like, you know, maybe it's your weight. So, um, I was like, okay, maybe it is my weight. You know, I was 170 pounds. So I was like, okay, so maybe it is my weight. So starting January of 2019, um, I started, uh, exercising, um, I started exercising and I went on the keto diet and I decided to, you know, lose the weight because the fertility was like, well, all of your labs between you and your husband was fine. We don't see anything wrong chromosomal or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, you know, so what's the issue here? You know, if, you know, if that's fine, then, you know, hey, you know, help us this route. But apparently no one understood. So here we are. And um, 
But 20, I'm 19, I started on my diet and everything like that. And once again, I found out a week before my anniversary that I was pregnant again. And I said I wasn't going to tell my husband. I said, I can't tell my husband. Like, you know, 2013, okay, 16, 17, 18, that is four miscarriages, okay? That is four miscarriages. I cannot take my husband through this again. There is no way right now. There is no way right now that I'm going to take my husband through this. Okay. Not for the... Not again. Okay. If I keep counting back again, 2013, 2016, 2017, 2018, there is no way in 2019 I'm going to tell my husband we're going to have our fifth miscarriage after we've been married for five years coming up. There is no way. There is no way. There is no way. There is no way. But apparently, it did end. And I remember um, that Saturday that I picked him up from work. And I, we was going home. And I told him in the car, I said, I have something to tell you. And I did not want to tell him. I did not. And I told him, I said, I have something I want to tell you. And he said, okay, what is it? What's wrong? You know, are you okay? And um, I broke down crying. And... uh, I broke down crying and I told him, I said, I am having my fifth miscarriage. And the facial expression he gave, he breathed so heavily as if he's like, again. And I'm like, yeah. Again, and I cried and I said, I just don't understand what is the problem with us. You know, we're married, we're happily married. You know, I'm starting to get healthy. You know, we're prospering in our marriage, you know, financially, emotionally, physically. We're on a great path, and I don't understand why this is happening. It was just a why, why, why. I just remember my husband grabbing my hand and he said, babe, it's going to happen. We're going to have our time. We're going to have our time. It may not be right now, but we're going to have our time. Don't worry. You know, don't worry. You know, it's okay. I know that you want this so bad. I know that you do. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm here. We're going to make it. And I just remember, you know, going through it, you know, going through it and stuff. And, um, and, you know, I exercised that whole week going through, 
my miscarriage. I worked out my whole week. I worked out my whole week because I was like, I can't let this affect me because we was going on our five-year anniversary in 2019. And I was like, I did not want to be thinking about this while I'm on my anniversary trip with my husband. I just could not, you know, think about that at the moment. So, um, I went through it and we went on our vacation for our fifth year anniversary and we enjoyed each other. It was beautiful. And, um, I remember, um, going, uh, I remember going back um, into my depression after we came back from um, vacation. I just went down spiral into um, depression. I was crying every day. I was um, angry every day. I was, it was starting to reflect. Now, within these years of miscarriages, it was, it was causing a lot of conflict with me and my husband because I was always, you know, bringing it up. I was always, you know, and my husband was like, oh my God, can you stop? Can you stop? You know, can you stop? It was a lot of times I was thinking I was pregnant. I was buying pregnancy tests and my husband was like, why are you so addicted to this? I need you to stop. Knowing that I was having all these addict, all these, you know, things we're dealing with, you know, getting pregnant and stuff like that. Um, you know, I decided to get help. Um, so later in 2019, I, um, went to my, um, primary doctor and I told her, um, because with this fifth miscarriage, I really, I really started to just go in a downward spiral. I couldn't focus at work. I couldn't focus at work. I couldn't focus at home. I couldn't focus on anything. But that pregnancy that I lost, after I came back from um, my anniversary trip with my husband, I just I just went in down spiral. So I talked to my primary doctor. And I told my primary doctor, I said, I need to... Um, I need help. I can't focus. I am messing up at work. Um, I am going through um, a lot of stuff. I need to go and talk. Um, uh, I need for you to... Um, the meds that you have me on, um, they're not working for me. And I need to get on some other type of meds to help me focus better and, you know, deal with this depression and all this stuff, the best that you have me on right now, just not working. And so, um, of course, uh, she found me, um, a psychiatrist and a psychologist. And I started seeing the psychiatrist and I got on, um, I got on better meds to be able to focus at work and better depression meds and uh and then my psychologist I started um 
working with her um, as well. Because I was dealing with a, a lot of mood swings, a lot of bipolarness. I was just dealing with a lot with 2019, dealing with um, that fifth miscarriage. It, it, it just took me out. Um, so, again, I started, you know, just keeping up with the exercising and now I'm on the new meds and they were working well. And, um, I remember I had took some time off of work because, you know, I just felt that everything was just so overwhelming for me and I just needed to just breathe. And so I had took some time off of work. And to be honest, during that time off of work, it didn't even help because I was all over the place. I, I me and my husband had just moved into a new, um, new home, and I hadn't did anything. And so by the time he got home, he was in a rage because he was like, "What did you do while I was gone?" And I was trying to explain to him, you know, what I was going through, what I was dealing with, and he was like, "You know, that's no excuse to why." You didn't have this house ready, you know, when I came home, you know, the bigger stuff, of course. But, you know, it things were just not going the way I was going. And I just remember after he left to go, um, we were still on the rocks. And I just remember coming home, getting on my knees and praying to God and saying, the devil will not win with us. He will not win with us. And I remember the next time that my husband came home that we had talked about it and we got on the same level. And things have been been good for since. But just to let you know, this is what marriage is, okay? No marriage is ice cream and cake every day. You're going to go through those battles. But it's about getting back on that page that you were before. And so kept exercising and everything like that. Um, I lost, I've lost a lot of weight. I am like 116, 17 pounds from 170 that I started from. And so push back to what's happening now. So, um... I've had my sixth miscarriage. Um, My husband, um, he's on the road now. My husband, uh, he's on the road now. And so um, he, um, was on the road at work and and I found out that I was, once again, I told myself, we're not going to tell him, we're not going to tell him, we're not going to tell him. And I kept it that way. I did tell um, my mother-in-law, his mom. So just to let you guys know, every time that I've had a miscarriage, my levels never rose. Like they never got over like 50, you know, when they take your, um, 
when they do your blood test at the doctor, they check your beta and they're like, oh, your beta is like, you know, 50, 60 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That lets them know that you're pregnant. So you should double. Well, I, through my miscarriages, the last five, I never doubled. So when I called the doctor, let the doctor know, and I went and got my blood test, and she told me the day that I was pregnant, I, was, I wasn't even excited. And because I'm like, this baby is not going to survive. And I, I know that I should not have had the worst expectation, but I knew my body. I did. I knew my body. And even though I did trust God or I had faith in God, my my mind and my flesh knew this baby was not going to make it. So my husband and I came home that weekend and I remember that Friday night getting the call from um my nurse and she had called me and she had told me she was like hey she was so excited I was like hey you know she's like your level is like I'm so excited I'm like oh my god really and I was excited about that because it had never reached what she said it had reached it had never reached that way and so she was like, come back in and we'll redo it again. And so came back came back um, that Monday and we redid it. It rose again and I was excited. So I redid it again and, um, you know, two days later and when she called me, she's like, Ranisha, I'm sorry. And I'm like, sorry, what's wrong? She's like, your level is not going the way that um, we thought it was going to go. It's rising, but it's rising slowly. And I said, okay. Right then and there, I knew. Yep, so he was not going to survive. So I went back two days later, and that's when she told me that my levels were dropping. It dropped from where that high was and that um, I should prepare myself. When she told me that I was at work, and I remember going to my boss, hysterically crying. I said, I need to go home. I can't I, I can't be here right now. I'm not in the right state of mind to be here. I just remember going very hysterically and saying, I need to go home. I don't want to stay here. I need to go home. And um, I remember hugging my other boss and saying, what am I going to tell my husband? This is number six. What am I going to tell my husband? I just need someone to tell me what am I to tell my husband? Because I don't know what to tell him. And I just remember every day, you know, I was, you know, like I said, I was going through. And uh, I remember um, that my mother-in-law was like, are you going to tell him? And I said, yeah, I have no choice but to tell him.
And this was the week that my husband wasn't coming home because he had uh, to stay on the road. And uh, I remember that I called him and he said, what's going on? I can tell something's wrong. What's wrong? And I said, I didn't want to tell you this. And he said, tell me what? I told him that um, I found out I was pregnant. And once again, I am scaring. And once again, I wrote down crying hysterically on the phone with him. And he was like, you have to tell me these things. You have to tell me what's going on with you. You can't keep this away from me. You know, I worry about you. You are important to me. You are important to me. And when I heard that that from him, it relieved a lot in me. But I cried on the phone. And he's like, I can, it's okay. It's okay. But, you know, but it's not okay with you. And I said, it doesn't hurt me as bad as the other ones because I was I was more prepared for this. And not to let you and just to be mindful with you with with this, this was a total surprise for us because I did everything that I could to not get pregnant. Um, because me and my doctors had uh came up with a plan that, okay, you know, to avoid pregnancy, you don't do it on your ovulation days. So I was monitoring my ovulation. And making sure that I was not doing anything during my ovulation days. But apparently, that did not work out well for me. So, um, this was a total surprise. And and to me, this pregnancy, it didn't, it, it, it did mean something to me because my husband had lost his grandmother and I would have been due around her birthday. And I thought that would have been such an amazing blessing for this child to have come around her birthday. And we could have, you know, everyone would have been so, you know, excited and happy. And it hurt me and it still hurts me. And I still cry and I still go through. And I have had negative things come from people that, okay, you're just not meant to be a mother. It's just not meant for you and your husband to, you know, have kids, you know, just you can adopt it. You can, I have no problem with adoption and I want people to understand that. I don't have a problem with adoption. I don't have a problem with fostering. But as a woman, we know that we're put here on this earth to reproduce and you always no matter what you will always always want your own that comes from you and your husband and I understand you know and I understand that I understand what people are going, what, what, what people are saying. But to us women who are dealing with these fertility issues, you don't just sit here and say, oh, it wasn't your time. Oh, you're not meant to be a mother. Oh, just go out there and adopt. Oh, just go out there. 
there are certain things to say to us. There are ways to say things to us. And let me tell you, your delivery means everything to us. You have to be kind in the way that you say things. You have to be understanding in the way that you say things. Because understand, we're still dealing with pain. And understand that we are married women who have husbands. And who want to be fathers. So to say those things to us, understand the feelings that our husbands have as well. These are not just feelings of us. Understand the feelings and the hurt that we have to express to our own husbands. So you must be mindful, whether you mean well or you don't mean well. Be mindful that what you say to us is not only is it doesn't only affect us women, but it affects our husbands as well. Whether they are emotional to how we feel or not emotional, they have feelings too. And I want us women of color to understand that if you're dealing with fertility issues, it's okay to talk about it. You know, I do have family and friends that make me feel bad about it. I mean, my own father, I asked him for help because the doctors were saying, hey, can you get some information on your your mom and your dad? And I remember asking my dad for help. And my dad was like, I don't see why I have anything to do with why you can't have any kids for your husband. And that broke me. That hurt me. That even my own father made me feel like I wasn't woman enough. a wife enough for my husband because of me having issues with bringing life. And I just want, um, I just want you all to know that, you know, your pain and your hurt, it should be heard. And it's okay to be upset. But it's not okay to be jealous. We can't be jealous of other women who are able to um, to go on that, you know, that journey. Um, we have to be patient, and we have to understand that, you know, it is their time, and that one day that we will have our time, no matter how that time comes. We will have our times. You know, let's remember Sarah in the Bible, who, how old was she when she, you know, became pregnant? And, you know, we have, we have to remember, you know, that even though we want a child and we want to bear children and all of this, that we also have to connect with our husbands on this as well, because it's not all about us with pregnancy. It's about them as well, because remember your feelings and how you feel reflect on them as well. So always talk to your husband about your plan with children, your plans with each other. What are your you know, what do you want? What do you don't want? 
you don't want things to be forced. And I have learned that, that I don't force this with my husband. That's why we don't talk about it now. You know, we, 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 that's why I was avoiding pregnancy because we had talked about that. We wasn't going to talk about kids. What we were going to talk about was getting ourselves together. You know, him working, me going back to school to finally finish, you know, my degree and us pushing toward excellence. And that was what we were moving toward. And even though this has come in to kind of push me a little bit back, the thing is, you know, get connected with someone who can pray for you. Get connected to people who are not going to judge you and not going to tell you to stop talking about it, that they don't want to hear it and, you know, move on, get over it. Understand people who are connected to you. Understand people who are there for you. Understand people who are not there for you. Um, Once again, this has not been an easy thing for me to talk about because I do, I have my moments of crying and you know, everything, but understand it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to go through it. You're not alone. There are other people. And the thing about it is I'm like, I'm 29 years old going through all of these fertility problems. And I'm like, I don't know any young woman my age or younger who is going through this. And I don't, I have not met one yet. I'm sorry. You know, I have not, and it would be such a pleasure to meet another young woman who's going through what I'm going through so that we could uplift each other and be there for each other because all the women that I know don't have any issues. And to have these issues, it does hurt me because I'm like, I'm a young, healthy woman. Why am I going through this? But understand that you're not alone. Do not be ashamed of what you're going through. Talk to your husband. Let your husband into your life. If you need to talk to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, there's nothing wrong with that. Get the help that you need so that what you're dealing with doesn't affect not only you, but affect your husband and affect your marriage and affect the people around you. Stay connected to God. Even though this is one of those things that is so hurtful and it is very well, you know, put aside in, you know, the black community with us women of color who are dealing with this, you're not alone. There are more of us out there and it's more of us that are scared to talk about it and don't want to talk about it because of the shame that they get from family and friends and the community. Stand down and talk about it. I am coming to you not being afraid to talk about it. I am a young married woman. I have had six miscarriages and it hurts me to this day that I cannot carry my child full term, but I am you know, relieved that, yes, I don't have a problem getting pregnant. It's just the problem that we got to figure out is how I can keep progressing in my pregnancy. And we will find that out. And we will figure that out. And one day, I cannot wait to come on here and let you guys know that 
finally me and my husband are going to have a family. You will finally be able to have a family. Just stay focused on what you need to focus on. Get the help that you need. Talk to someone. Don't give up. Don't give in. I thank you guys for listening to me today. I really hope that this encourages someone because we need encouragement every day. And um, like I said, I just wanted to come to you guys and just share my personal um, my personal life with you. Um, I didn't want to talk about anything else today. I just really wanted to let you guys know this is... This is me. This is who I am. And regardless of who doesn't understand this or who doesn't, who does, you know, I do trust God. I do trust the processes that we have to go through. Yes, I may not like the process. I may not want to do the process, but the process is here. And the process I have to go through. So I thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Thank you for um, giving me your time today. And um, I hope that this bless, bless someone. I love you guys. Thank you. Be blessed. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your week. Okay. And I'll talk to you guys again next time. All right. Later.